It's Coffee Club Time! Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you. We may sound a little bit different this morning. That's because we are. Our Internet is totally 100% down. And I mean down. So we've been working on that all morning to try to get it back up to snuff. But that's not happened yet. So Dave's hosting the show from... Altoona, and I was able to get our phone to work so I can dial in like everybody else and do it from here. Well, I'll talk about a little bit about what I've been doing. Monday, I went to the doctor and I told her I was switching my prescriptions to CVS so that I could get um, my pills, my prescriptions marked. She had no idea what it meant and went on and went. I said, look, I know this means nothing to you, but it means everything to me. It makes the difference in how I tell and read my medicine and can get it sorted out. 
Well, okay. So I strut in over to CVS yesterday. I'm pretty pleased with myself. I filled out some online stuff, got there. First guy goes, we don't do this and we're not going to do it. And I said, I believe you might do it because it's a national mandate by your chain in order to do these, uh, you know, requests. Your program is called Spoken RX, and you're supposed to do it. And, well, then he walked away, brought over another manager, and he kept going on, well, we've never done it before, and we don't really want to, and he kept saying that. And I said, well, can I please speak to your manager or your district manager? Or better yet, can we get somebody on the line from CVS? Well, well, it's not we don't believe you now, but, but, and I pulled up my phone and I showed him the program. And, and he said, well, I guess we're going to have to. So I went to another desk and we filled out some information. So we'll see what happens. It's just important to advocate for yourself. And it starts with the doctor's office, maybe the drugstore, and maybe it's important to find a doctor who cares about your needs and is sensitive to that. And so we shall see what happens. The only other advantage I would have here is they will mail the prescriptions out if I like one to two days ahead. It takes a day. They ship them overnight. Or I can do same day with shipped. They'll bring my medicines in the same day. So we shall see. Well, we shall see. Other than that, it's been a pretty good week, feeling better. The doctor said I was awful sick last month. He said, I could have told you that. But uh, that's just the way it went. So, Jennifer, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, I've I've turned in my, my first couple lessons of this certification course and done the exercises and done those things and I've done utility bills and that kind of thing. It's been pretty much oh and we made such a good dinner. I've had fun working with you in the kitchen because I usually don't have that opportunity at the other house and tell them about our recipe we made the other night. Oh, it was nothing. I just took we got these steaks from Aldi's, and I said, Jennifer, if you're going to help in the kitchen, why don't you cut these steaks up? And so she cut them up into pieces. I put some oil in the skillet, let it warm up, put those steaks in the skillet, let them cook a while. She wanted mushrooms, so then I put a little butter in, and I've seasoned these up with seasoned salt and stuff. And 
then cooked it the rest of the way, and then she made a big salad. So um, we had uh, ribeye steak, such as it was. Um, With sauteed mushrooms and a salad. And a salad. And that was one of the best meals we've had in a long time. So anything else going on, Jennifer? No, I don't think so. All right, let's head down south to Michael Loss. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, just get ready for the ice storm. Bill, you lift a, picked a good time to leave Indiana because uh, you may not have power. You're predicting no one will be able to drive. So, of course, it just depends on where you are and how long it stays at the freezing point. But they're predicting most folks about a half inch of ice, which will take down the power lines or, or could be six inches or more of snow if you're more north and west, which we kind of are from Evansville. So we'll see what we get, but we're not the only one. There's at least 14 states, I think actually more from Texas all the way up through the Great Lakes. So a lot of folks in for bad weather. Some already have it, I'm sure, to my west. Um, other than that, I do want to mention before I forget that the NFB is now uh, sponsoring free calls to IRA to assist people to take the at-home uh, COVID tests. They did mention that there's 13 different tests. They said the only one that looks like it has accessibility because it'll work with your phone. It's not perfect, but it's enough that you can actually do it. It's a company called Q Health and it's quite expensive. So if you have good insurance or can negotiate that, but other than that, uh, it, there's no cost for it, but you do have to have the IRA Explorer account. So hopefully they fixed it with IRA where it'll send you the confirmation text messages that's always the problem that i had you'd, you'd sign up for it and it would never send you the text but hopefully so folks can get someone to assist them to do their test at home from that and then finally i want to mention <clears throat> that we're doing a we're bringing in john Perret with the uh nfb he's a definite advocacy specialist to talk about uh social security ssdi and ssi the differences because some people still don't know what those are and um just some things, especially about how to advocate, you know, if uh, you've been denied and you need to appeal or if you need to reach out to your congressman. So we're going to talk about that cool stuff in our Indiana Zoom room on the 15th. And I can send that to you, Bill, if you want to put that on the list. If anyone listening okay. here is interested, we'll do that. But uh, that's the quick what's going on here. Well, that sounds very interesting. also want to mention that it looks like CVS and Lyft have partnered up with providing people free rides to the doctor's office. So if you've got the ability to take Uber, you can get a free ride to your doctor's office. I will give you more details about that next week and you will know or post them to the mailing list. But that's, that's something important. You know, when you're living on a marginal income, and like I told that guy yesterday, it cost me about $15 to go back and forth home to, to go there and come back. So that $15, if that's added up, if you go two or three times a month. So uh, those types of things are very, very, very important. And Mike will be back in a little bit because we're going to discuss some topics about saving money. Let's see. Let's go to Jeff Bennett in 
Albany. Well, thank you very much, Bill. It's uh, going to be another cold weekend coming up this week, uh, starting tomorrow. We're not sure what we're going to get. We're going to get uh, sleet, snow, rain, freezing rain. It's going to be a mess. Uh, it's going to start Thursday, and it's going to go uh, into Friday morning. So um, I'm not looking forward to that, and I know uh, I know that Dave and Chris certainly aren't looking forward to that either. I got to tell you, I know I'm going to forget it, but I had this crazy dream about Dave and Chris, and they invited me to their house for dinner. And, of course, they served peas and mashed potatoes with the dinner, and all I kept hearing from Dave says, you better eat your peas. You better eat your mashed potatoes. And Chris is going to me, you won't be able to leave the table unless you finish your peas and mashed potatoes. And they kept, it kept echoing over and over again. And I woke up in a cold sweat. And I realized I thought I was in boarding school again or something like that. <laughs> Welcome. I said, no, this is just a crazy dream. But that's what's going on here. Well, there we go. And we don't want to forget Dave and Chris. And they've. They've always got adventures. Oh, yeah. We are, aside from serving Jeff beans and peas and mashed potatoes, we are in the process of trying to get our money back for the Home Depot refrigerator order that we canceled. So I called last Thursday, and they said, oh, GE has to approve it, and call back if you don't have the money back by February 2nd, well, guess what? So far, no money back. So I'll be calling them after the coffee club. And somebody got hold of my debit card on Monday and put $50 worth of Microsoft Xbox charges on there. So we disputed that. We're in the process of getting that money back. And the weird thing is I never use that card online except for Instacart, Sam's, and then it's used at local restaurants. So it's not like that card is out on Amazon or anywhere like that. So I thought that was kind of strange. Chances are you probably came from the local restaurant. Probably. Well, your restaurant or it could have come from DoorDash. Or well, DoorDash or doesn't use that card, just Instacart. But even Instacart. Oh, well, Instacart. The, the delivery and the only reason Instacart uses it is because that's a card I already had on Sam's, so that's where he picked it up was from. It, was but, it a debit card or a credit card? No, it's a debit card. Well, I always use it as a credit card, but it's it's actually the debit card. Oh, Mike, Mike will give you some advice about that one. So, uh, just, so just be aware. Well, we're we have we. I called on Monday night when I saw it. I called, um, but we do have an online card that we use online, but I haven't put it on Instacart because the Instacart charges for groceries can be rather high, and it would be a constant moving money, so I haven't done that. I might have to, though. Yeah, because your debit card, you only have 48 hours protection, so your credit card, you have 60 days of Does that hold true even if you use your debit card as a credit card? That depends on your bank. Yeah, depends on your bank. It has been real good about it. We They haven't really held us to that, although I caught this one that day. But I always use it as a credit card. I never use it as a debit card because I don't like to put in my PIN, and I don't like to have to tell people what my pin is out loud and they don't all have the pin things you can do yourself so i usually just use it as a credit card well 
be aware there's another scam going around, guys. I got a call that said it was from Amazon saying that I had ordered an iPhone 11 and they wanted me to confirm it. And then I knew that was a scam. Uh, first of all, I, I, I didn't order anything from Amazon and Amazon would never call me to tell me that someone had placed an order in my name for an iPhone 11. And it, and it said the order has an AMZN number. No Amazon orders have an AMZN number. They all have regular numeric numbers, not AMZN numbers. So just be you get those calls from Amazon. We've gotten actually we got the one about the iPhone 13 a couple of months ago. I the only other thing I wanted to say is Sunshine is doing well. She's ripping up the house like a normal kitten. And if you want to listen exclusively to the Sunshine Report, check out every Monday morning between nine and 11 with Mix Up Monday. Mix It Up Monday, and you will hear the Sunshine Report. The original. Report yeah. With Sunshine purring and uh, making noises and doing what she's doing. I'm going to have That's to cute. install Pierre's cat, Eula, as one of my cats since we don't have a cat. Bella. Bella, Bella, that's it. Yeah, we're going to have to get them in the You can hear the original Sunshine Report on Monday. I'm good. sure Jeff is just tuned into that. <laughs> I have listened to it, actually. Bill, we do have some hands oh. raised, so I'll, I'll leave it up to you as to how to handle this. Uh, go, 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 go. All right, Joe Sorensen, unmute yourself, please. And then, Gail, you will be next after Joe. Hold up. Hey, Mr. Weatherman, what's the weather report? Well, here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 35 degrees, winter storm warning through tomorrow, the low tonight, a cold 14. And we have about Lady A says between five and six inches of snow. Snow in the grassy areas. But finally, on February 2nd, 2022, it's the first time here in the city of Albuquerque. We actually have snow. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It, now, what's interesting is I, I looked out the door here, and it doesn't look too bad right now, but, we're, but it looks like we might be getting a little more so. And the thing is that it could get kind of messy tomorrow morning when we go to the bank to go go get our uh, uh, go get the rent the rent checks you know what, what which is really strange I found out to pay the rent here because I thought at first of all I could just pay from a uh, credit card from the visa check card but they, they for some reason they charge more if if you decide to pay that way than the regular that that is weird. Yeah, you can do it online, but um, it's actually easier for us to just go and get the go get the bank check. So, um, but yeah, you know. And then they have they are really strict. If if you pay one day late on the fourth, they charge an extra eighty six dollars. Oh, so wait a second. Yeah. Your rent is due on the first, Joe, and but if you if no, on the, it's on the third. So it's, it's always due on the third, but if you if you pay it the next day on the fourth, they charge eighty six dollars. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. So there's you know, 
man, that's that's usury yeah. because I mean, I my rent is due on the first, but I have up until five days to make sure it's on time. I mean, yeah, and that was when when I lived in, in other places in the city, it was like that was the same thing, but here, it, here it's boy. a little bit different. So, you know, it's like we have to brave the weather no matter what it is. Well, unfortunately, they don't have skis for the bottom of your wheelchair, so that uh... no. <laughs> that's one thing. Boy, that, that would be a scary thing, Jeff, because we where she goes with that my would... with my limited vision, that would scare the you know what. <laughs> yeah, I'm just giving I'm just giving you a hard time, Ella. I'm just killing. I'm just kidding around. I know. You know that's... me, baby. You know you know I'm always doing that to you guys. <laughs> That's okay. Actually, it might be kind of fun. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't want to land in the hospital. We got a lot of COVID going right out of here. But anyway, if 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 you come to our place in the in in, in one of those dreams, what will serve you? Oh, what will we serve? Oh, you? probably uh, at least a cup of coffee. And at, at least that. Nothing more than that. But then you got to drink. 10 cups of coffee. Now remember, Jeff, you gotta finish you, you gotta finish your coffee. You gotta <laughs> uh, that would never be a problem for me, Joe, because I drink four or five, four cups of coffee every day anyway. So that would never give me, that would never be a problem for me. And you then... better take some cough drops. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bill. I probably should. <laughs> now that's funny. So what happened, Bill? Did you, your internet just went out or what? Just went out. Wow. Just went out. Wow. So we'll try again. Uh, probably we'll knock off the next show, wow. which is uh, Bill Perry and Friends, because there's just no internet. Wow. Wow. How did that happen? Well, I will have to call and find out. It was the internet gods who he displeased, Ellen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> well, we should mention with all these storms, there's going to be a lot of internet outages throughout the country. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's like... <clears throat> oh, we'll see. I actually got an email the other night, so when your ISP tells you there probably will be an outage, I've never seen that before, actually. So. Well, we got any... Speaking of emails, we got one... Because um, we're expecting some really frigid temperatures... And they were telling us to uh, keep our sinks and stuff running and whatnot, just to keep the, the pipes from freezing. So, you know, but we'll, that, we're not expecting the real frigid temperatures till, till tonight. So, no, actually, we're, we're, what is nice, it is nice and paperless. They always send email messages from, from the management rather than putting those papers at the door, which. Yeah, we don't get those anymore. We got all, the, we got all that stuff on. Uh, through email now, which is beautiful. Well, if it really gets bad outside, uh, Joe, you can entertain yourself by listening to tons of PDQ Bach with uh, Peter Shickley. Oh, yeah, definitely. I... That's not a problem for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I would I would spend days. You know, he when, when he was a child, in an interview, he said he, he enjoyed both classical music and Spike Jones. So he put his creative energy into making up this stuff. <laughs> Yes, I know. I know all about him. I got to see him in concert in New York City uh, back in 1968. So I do. I, I get that, Joe. Thank you. Oh, yeah, sure enough. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Well, oh, you, you got to cut them off a little bit, Chris. That's OK. Well, next on the 
Next on the list is Gail. And then we have Bill after Gail. Gail, can you unmute yourself? And then Bill, you'll be next. Hopefully I'm unmuted. Go ahead. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, my internet is okay uh, so far, but we haven't had really that bad weather. It's been cold as heck around here, you know, really. And um, I get this, in our building now, someone decided to put little foot things on the floor, six feet apart, so we would step on them, you know, the, the six feet apart thing. Oh, Some, for social the, distancing. Yeah, the social distancing thing. It wasn't a big thing for the longest time, but recently, if I had, if Wendy hadn't told me, I would never have known. But it seems kind of, all of a sudden, <laughs> I don't understand. It's like we're children of about nine or eight or six years old around here, and we don't understand anything. <laughs> it makes me feel kind of like, whew, Well, okay. it's certainly, it's not, it's not like that here in New York State. Uh, as a matter of fact, our numbers in New York State are going down uh, continually for the last few weeks now. So um, I'm hoping at some point, and even our governor has said it, Gail, that they're going to be easing the restrictions that they've had on people with uh, uh, that I've had on New York state, but they're not that bad. I mean, everything's opened up here. There aren't any closed restaurants and no one's even yelling about social distancing. They're more concerned about people wearing masks more than anything else. Um, but that may be coming to an end very shortly. So we'll let you know in a future call all things radio. I'm not all things radio coffee club, coffee club. Well, other than that, everything else is going well here. Uh, it's still working out with Wendy really well. And, uh, I'm going to miss you, Bill, if you can't do uh, uh, Tim's thing today. I'll just have to find something else if your internet is still. But um, at least you were able to get in with the phone, and I do appreciate hearing your right. voice. I do appreciate hearing your voice this morning. Thank you. There's just some things we can't do on the phone. Now, it may be back up. We don't know in the next hour, but we'll just have to see. But everything else is going well. I'm looking forward to spring at this point. I really am. Oh, looking. yeah. Uh, you got a ways to go. Puxatoni Phil saw a shadow, so it's going to be six more. Six, yeah, six but, the winter. yeah, but I can't believe everything they say. Six no, the thing I read winter. said he's only right like 39% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> And and I only the good and only the good Lord <laughs> knows what he's doing and he's not talking, <laughs> so we never know what to expect. But it's good to hear your sweet voice, Jenny, and it's good to hear everybody. I really appreciate all of you. You know, I'm I'm. It's so nice to be home and not in the hospital or any other place. Last year when I was in there, it's so nice to be where I'm used to things and can do things. I just feel real good about the whole thing. And thanks to all of you for all of your support, and everything else. All right, Gail, and thank you for calling and have a wonderful day. You too, And if Bill. we can be on, we will. Okay. And thank you, Gail. You sound good. Thank you. Okay, Bill, you're next. And then Beth um, and then Pam, yeah, okay? Good morning. Go ahead, Bill. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Jeff, I need to hire you for the day. Can you make it out here? I got six inches of snow with a shovel and still showing, snuggling. 
for snowing, and I'll give you $10 an hour and all the coffee and food you can eat. $10 an hour? To help. <laughs> right, to come to help. You're lucky, right. you're lucky you can get a kid to do it for $10 an hour these days, I Bill. Know. I mean, they I they probably want 20 bucks that. an hour. I know, that's why I said that. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got snow here. It's about, oh, it's probably about, I think they said Midway Airport, which I'm not too far from. It's already got five five inches of snow. It's still snowing. Uh, on the street of Illinois, they've got 14 inches already. And it's still snowing. And we're supposed to have snow around here until Thursday evening. How much so snow are they predicting? Open. How much snow are they predicting, Well, it depends on depend where you're at. They said anywhere from far north, it could be an inch and a half to the south of I-80, which would be down near Kankakee, could be up to 20 inches. Oh, my. Depends on, where, depends on where you're at. And also, that means it's it's going down across Indianapolis and Evansville, the ice and the snow. So your house is going to get snow. So And there's going to be blowing and drifting. And... Yeah, it's going to blow and drift. I mean, they've had the trucks out all night clearing it. In fact, from 95th Street to downtown this morning on the Dan Ryan, which is usually a 10 or 15-minute drive, it was an hour and 15 minutes. That's no fun. That was, yeah, that was on the express. So you figure that's roughly about oh, 20 miles. It took you an hour and some minutes. So do you think those out. warnings would include Bloomington, Indiana? Because I think I'm getting uh, uh, notifications on my iPhone. I have a, a program called Weather Radio, and I've been getting right. notifications about Bloomington as well. So I'm wondering if they're probably still included in this whole thing as well. Yeah, I'm they're sure. included. Yeah, it's all, it's all down through that area, right? They might not get all the snow, but they're going to get the ice, like Mike said. Going to be, it's going to be ice down through that way, and then well, it's know, supposed to go back. Then it's supposed to come up east. That's where you're going to get it. Then it's traveling up east again on the east coast. Yeah, I know, but but you know, you can always, well, as long as you're not going to go anywhere, Bill, and it's as long as it's still snowing and cold and everything. Oh, yeah, you can, you can, you can always, you can always make me some of those cookies and then just mail them to me when the, when you have a chance to get out. So you can make oh. me a whole big <laughs> tray of cookies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I could go. I could go into business. I mean, I had several people want me to mail those cookies out to them. Bill, I always have an angle. You should know this by now. You should know me by now. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> and I thought I'd, I thought I'd offer you the job if you wanted. To, you know, if you wanted something to do for the day. You know, if you were... no. But Chris and uh, Chris and Dave have that snow Joe that they could use to at your, at your house. You know, so uh, maybe they might. Yeah, well, I, got, well, I got. I got. A, I got. A, I got a snow. I got a snow thrower too. Uh, I'll probably get it out. They haven't had it out yet this year because I had enough snow, but I'll probably get it out today and do that. It's it's similar to the snow blower. It's a, they call it the snow shovel. I forget the brand name, but it's it's uh, it's electric, so I can just go out there and work away. So I'll do that after I get off here. If it, if it stops snowing, if it's still snowing, I'm going to worry about it. <laughs> we hear you, Bill. We hear you. All right. All right. So, Thanks. Thank you, Bill. All righty. All right. Beth Moline out of Minnesota. You're next. And after <laughs> Beth will be Pam Francis. Go ahead, Beth. Okay. Far as I know, I'm unmuted now. Go ahead. Yes, you are. Yeah, great. And I tell you, I'm and in some ways, I've got so many mixed feelings right now. I've got, we just, um, our, our, the person that was our activities director here at the sanctuary uh, left as of Friday, well, Friday was her last day and we're getting a new activities director starting this coming Monday. So hopefully things are gonna work out and we'll be able to let her know about some of the things that we, we like, some of the activities that we 
like around here. I mean, I'm sure going to let her know about the ones that I like, and I'll even let her know about my deck, my decks of uh, braille cards, and my uh, the the ones the oh the former activities director Carrie she had uh, bought a deck of braille uno cards one time and and boy she's she was really thinking of me and i felt so good about that and i'm hoping that this new activities director is going to be doing the universal yums because i forgot to ask carrie if that comes to her house she does have one that she has at home but i i didn't know for sure if they have a box that comes directly to the sanctuary or not so Sometime I'll have to ask Carrie about that because she and I still like email each other. Where is she going? What, 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 where is she leaving for? Did she tell you? Oh, she just, she, she mentioned a couple, she mentioned a couple people last week that she'll still be here in St. Cloud, but I'm not real sure exactly where she's going to be. I didn't hear everything that was said at the time because we were having her party during that happy hour, <laughs> her going away party. And after that, um, I, I, I stayed as long as I could for that. And then after that, I came down here and did what I could to keep myself from crying. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really hoping that whatever she does, she just said she wants to get out of the healthcare field. And, you know, I can understand that after a while with so much going on, I could certainly understand her feeling. Well, I get that, Beth. And, I, and, and you know, unfortunately, change is good, but sometimes, you know, it, it does take a little bit of a challenge when you get someone new in the position because they're not, they may not want to do things the same way that, that you're used to it. So, right. again, again, I guess it means that everyone who uh, works with the activities, the new activities director will have to adapt to the things that she or the, or the things that she wants to put in place as well. So Yeah, and I want to be careful about not saying to her, Carrie did it this way, so could we do it this way? I really want to be careful of that because there are so many comparisons out there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, we well certainly... change is a part of life, you know, and it happens. And people move on from jobs all the time. Oh, they do. You know. Hey, I'd be and they I, come and they go. That's right. I'd give anything to work at Finger Hut again, but unfortunately it's not meant to be now. And I used to work on the switchboard at Finger Hut a lot of years. And after a while, unfortunately, when they closed down and we got a whole lot of us had changes, and it was like, oh boy, this is a rough one. We certainly understand. We certainly mm. understand. I used to order, I, when I was in college, I ordered stuff from Finger Hunt years ago, but sure. I haven't done that in years. But, uh, you know, but I, but if you can't afford to buy certain things, they do have payment plans, uh, although they're, I, I believe, uh, I'm not sure, but I think their interest rates are high. I don't remember. I haven't been with Finger Hunt. Or I haven't done that in, in years and years and years. And they used to advertise on television occasionally. I haven't heard that too much either lately. I so. know. I, I was hearing that for a little while. And then I was thinking, what happened? with the advertisements there. <laughs> but I, I know that there were some, some, we had some fun times in human resources, a switchboard reported to human resources, and I was okay with that. But man, there, was, there were certain things that went on to certain calls that would have, I guess that's in any job too, where you get certain calls where you'd like to take the person who called and shake the daylights out of them. 
Oof, certain things that they said shouldn't be said to a werewolf. Well, remember, <laughs> when you do customer service, even though they're not always right, the, the policy with any company is that the customer is always right. right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Beth. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pam, can you unmute yourself, next? please? Yeah, I'm Pam already Francis. unmuted. Go ahead. I, I, I'm going to say I'm already unmuted. Uh, you guys were talking earlier about this. The storms, um, uh, we got lucky. We had, we, we are still in the midst of it, but it's not going to be the forecast amount that they were coming out with yesterday. We're, we, we're gonna end up with, uh, they're saying about six inches to the south of us and about three inches up by the airport, which is about a, an hour north of me. Um, we were supposed to have gotten between four and eight inches or six to 12 at, in the south part of the city. Um, we did not get any ice. We might've gotten a little bit of freezing rain, but we didn't get all the sleet and the, and the nonsense. Um, we have been, I'll just say it this way, they, they said, on the forecast this morning, they said that as per the second round that we're going to get, it's going to be, we, we will have gotten a glancing blow to that band, to that band of snow versus what they expected. It was, it was as much as 14 inches, but that wasn't going to be in the city proper. It would have been south of here. And I think towards center, the central central Missouri and into St. Louis, that's, that's where it's going to get crappy. Anyway, that's what I wanted to impart to you all this morning. Thank you much. And thank you, Pam. We're all caught up, Bill. Okay, we're all caught up? Yes, sir. We're going to have plenty of white stuff lying around today. I think Indiana is going to get quite a bit. I think one thing I saw said eight to 12 inches. And one thing I said, it's all up to 17. I think 17 and a half was the, was the record for this eight or something. Yeah. Um, Pierre just raised his hand. Pierre, and Mr. Two, two, five. Well, all I can say is, uh, Pexitani Phil doesn't know what he's talking about because our Cajun Nutria rat, Pierre C. Chateau, did not see his shadow. So, <laughs> <laughs> but his name is Pierre C. Chateau. But, uh, Phil, uh, you were talking about advocate for yourself. Uh, okay, let me tell you what's going on. Um, my insurance company offers free over the counter. You know, Teresa and I each get $80 a quarter of free over-the-counter. Now, the company uh -huh. that does this, they have a print catalog. Oh, yeah. And so I call them, and I've talked to supervisors. I've talked to everybody, and they say they don't have to give me a Braille catalog, and they're not going to do it. And the reason is? Because they don't want to. They don't have, she said, we don't have to, and we're not going to do it. And I've, I've even gone up as high as I can go in supervisors and everything else. And they say they're not going to do it. 
Well, Will they read it to you? No. No, it's a pretty long catalog. Now, is this catalog just printed? Yeah, it's or right. can they make it into a email type catalog or No, they never mention like that. They just they just say they're not gonna do anything. We're not gonna do anything. You're just stuck with this catalog. I said but you know how am I supposed to know what I want to order if uh, if I can't read your stupid catalog, and they say that's not our problem. What's the name of this company? Uh, first line. First line. Is first line name. benefits. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm going to do a little checking of them. Uh, you know, and, yeah, you're right, Pierre. You're right. Oh, well, couple uh, of couple of suggestions we can make. Um, one, each state has a Department of Insurance that regulates the license for them to do business in your state. Uh, so you might see if there's a Louisiana Department of Insurance to find out if you have rights there. Uh, also, if you're a member of either the NFB or ACB, you could contact their respective national office and they will get involved in things like that. Uh, if you are online, you could... They probably do have a PDF and either a, a method to log in and do it that way. That doesn't help the folks who are Braille, but that's one way that at least you can find out. Because that's what I do. I get I United Healthcare and I get the PDF of the catalog and look through it that way. And they gave me the the number. I said, well, I want the number of your uh, corporate headquarters, whoever, it, you know. And it, so they gave me this phone number of something called, uh, what was it? Uh, some uh, I can't remember the name, but anyway, you call there, and it rings and it rings and it rings, and nobody ever answers. And then you go after hours, and it says we're closed. Well, but, you also, Pierre, you also want to make sure you're not just dealing with a, an employee that has no clue, and so he has to speak with the supervisor or. Well, I'm I've gone up as high as I could go. I right. mean, this is health insurance. What no. about their website? Can you order? Can you or, can you get the catalog online? I mean, I don't know if you have a computer, but if you have a computer, no, I don't. It. I don't have a computer. Okay, uh, that's out. Well, that okay. makes sense. So, well, that is right. one. That is one of those areas where the blindness organizations can help. Whichever one you're, if if you're involved with either one, or even if not, they'll get involved in that kind of thing. And I even had the lady from my insurance company on with them, uh, and uh, they just told her, "We're not going to do it, and we don't have to do it." I kind believe like I, I kind of believe that they yeah. do, but I'm not I am not a lawyer and I'm not that well versed in uh, ADA law. But, Mike, I would think that if, if he goes to the NFB or the or whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm not sure what, what if you're a member of either one. But if you go to the NFB and talk to their talk to their national office about it, they might be it, able it, to. It at least... depends on the state, Jeff, Indiana. We had to get legislation passed to get some stuff done. Uh, so the folks that are on the. Uh, uh, what's the word I want to use? Not welfare, but uh, public assistance so that they could get their documents uh, accessible in Braille. And even though they got that mandated, they were doing it, then they quit and they had to get advocacy involved again to make sure that they were sending out the documents. So some of that's a state by state thing. So, well, I thought ADA was supposed to make it so that they had to provide things like that in some kind of an alternative format, be it audio or whatever. Well, Something I told that them, they I could said, read. 
I said, the ADA says you have to do it. They said, we don't care what the ADA says. We're not doing it. You and you that. don't have a choice. And, and you don't have a choice. In other words, you can't say I want to go to another company. Correct. Am I correct about that? No, here? no, no, no. You can't go to another company. Well, I would reach out to the national organizations because they know that's something they deal with. I mean, are you like I said, you got a Louisiana Department of Insurance. Uh, give them a ring because they would regulate their ability to do business. They have a license for each state. Uh, so that might be one avenue for you to find out. I know in New York State, I, I'm on I'm on United Healthcare, but they in New York State, all of that stuff has to be available in some sort of accessible format. It doesn't say it has to be in Braille, but it has to be in some sort of accessible format. And that that I do know. But go ahead, Bill. You know, I worked at Social Security for years and years and years, and Social Security, our agency was one of the worst. Had to get screaming, kicking end of the century to send letters out to clients in Braille and do this, that, and the other, we were always getting in trouble for not doing the proper things or the right things that needed to be done to get that done. And now I think they are sending letters out in Braille and some of your notices and so, did you get your benefit letter, Jenny, showing how much you got each month? Yeah. Did it come in Braille? Yes. Okay. So, they they would never have done that before I retired there. They just were not going to do it. And these rules are written... It's like these prescription drugs for drugstores. Yes, uh, CVS is now doing it, so we need to prompt them at their local level. But uh, the store like Publix, a store like Winn-Dixie, all of these stores are doing it. But then you go to the biggest of all, Walgreens says they don't have to do it. And they can get by with it is and they're not enforcing that particular law. So that to me is is not a good sign for a big company. If these other companies can do it, Walgreens can do it. And you know, the other day I went to Walmart and got some medicine. Um and I brought it home, and Teresa was looking at the box, and she said, there's Braille on the box. The the company that makes the medicine Braille's the box. Uh, your Walmart will, free of charge, put a label. Oh, yeah, yeah, will. we do that. But, but we didn't have to because it was already Braille. Right, but they will do that. Right. Uh, it's just my local Walmart here, not so bad, but you go there to get help and you might not find anybody that you can communicate with. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's not like that. I'm good friends with the druggist and <laughs> he, 
You know, anytime right. I have a problem, I just call him and he takes care of it. Well, see, we don't, you know, it's, it's not the staff that maybe, well, some of the staff, but you can't find anybody that speaks English and we <laughs> have a hard time communicating with each Exactly. Other. You know, and that, that goes on, but, but it starts in that doctor's office. And I think all doctors or health professionals should take some type of sensitivity course. And not that they have to bend over backwards to help you. No, but, but they should understand where you're coming from if you say you want your prescriptions in a format as a way that you can that read you can it. Read and then understand why. Exactly. You know, they don't know that somebody might not be living alone. I might be tempted to look for a new doctor if they didn't understand that basic fact. Not that they might have any non-sighted, uh, you know, any any assistance there, and they're making it the best they can. So that can be corrected. So, but uh, anything else, Mister Two Two Five? I think you, you, we, wow, look at the hands raised here. Do what, Bill? And Mr. 225, there probably will not be, unless a miracle happens in the next five or 10 minutes, there probably won't be a Bill and Perry show because I can't get on a computer. What, well, what if you get it back by 12? Would you do it then? Well, yeah. <laughs> I would. That's a very evil laugh, Jennifer. You know that. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I would. It's not a matter of not wanting to do it. There's just right. no internet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I would. It'll be back. Thank you, Pierre. We, we do have about a, we have company? like four. We have like four people. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Have you called the cable company, Bill? Not yet. I haven't had time. I had to oh. get on this show. All right. Talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, next, let me get the let me get the hands here. Gail is next. Oh, no, and then let's do it this way. I'm sorry, Gail. Let's let's get the people who haven't come in first. Fran, you're next. Fran Avil is next. And go ahead, Fran. Go ahead, Fran. Well, okay. Um, here I am. Um, I heard I'm trying to remember where I heard it. I think I read it somewhere, but um, apparently now websites are not considered to be under the ADA. So they can say, we're not going to do this. We don't have to. Um, and we don't have a leg to stand on because we used to be able to, you know, uh, mention the ADA or something like that. And, and you know, they would um, feel like at least they needed to, try to act like they were going to do something about it, even if they weren't. But now they just flat out say, we're not going to do this and we don't have to. There was a ruling um, about a particular website, Fran, but I don't remember the website. Mike, do you remember it? it? It wasn't all websites, but it was a particular website that was exempt. But that's all I can tell you. Oh, so it wasn't necessarily all because I've had that problem where I've called. There was a, a website I was trying to use and I could not find the um, the cart or the, the checkout. 
that was it. I couldn't find the, you know, the, the cart so I could check out. And so I called them to try to, of course, order them over the phone and, you know, couldn't do it. Um, and their, their attitude was like, well, you know, what's that got to do with us? You know? <laughs> um, what company but I think was it? A lot of times, uh, um, it was an herbal medicine okay. type of thing. Um, but anyway, uh, and I've come across that. And also another thing that's going on is that people do not have, it's, it, even if they want to help you, they don't have the employees. So a lot of times when, you know, if, if you go into Walmart or, or somewhere like that, and, you know, cause you're not getting your stuff online or whatever you're doing. Um, a lot of times they don't have somebody to send, uh, you know, shopping with you and, and things like that. I, I haven't run into that myself, but I've heard about it from other people and, um, you know, makes me kind of reluctant to go and try to get stuff. But sometimes you just need to, you know, um, like I have some things I need to return to Walmart. I need to go there and actually get somebody to help me do that. So, you know, if they don't have the employees, you just have to wait a while. And if you don't know when you're, you know, what's going on. So it's getting harder. And a lot of times it's, you know, it's, but, and a lot of people are kind of getting the attitude now, well, we don't have to do this, so we're not going to. And, you know, that's not a good thing. That's what we're up against. So what everybody's up against, not just blind people, but people, you know, customer services, customer disservice more and more often. So I will say, Fran, I was at CBS yesterday, and I did have two employees come up to me and say, can I help you? Uh, maybe even the third one. So uh, they're in store helping you, I thought was outstanding. You know, I might go to Walmart and wonder for 10, 15, 20 minutes. Right. Uh, and... I will give them credit for that. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. Well, and even one of the employees was even willing, said they would do the labels. Yeah, they said, I'll learn it. Oh, that's great. So, at, least not, at least not everybody's being a jerk. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's pretty much all I had to say. So I uh, will talk to you all later. Thank right, you very Fran. much, Fran. Thank you, Fred. Alan Ramos, can you unmute yourself? Unmute yourself, please. You're next. Oh, good morning. I'd like to say good morning to the panel. It's about 42 degrees out here, you know, in our neck of the woods. 42. Okay. Yeah, 42 is cold here, you know, for us. We have 42 degrees. I know we don't have any snow or anything like that. So we'll probably get a warming trim sometime today. Well, what's, going, what's going on in your neck of the woods? What's going on in your neck of the woods with you and Not Walter? Not too much. Uh, it's working with Windows 11 with the weird quirk in Windows 11. Tried to update my job and had to re, uh, get a new version of it. And the thing didn't want to load because the program won't allow you to load it because you can only load stuff in the Microsoft store only. No, that can be changed. You yeah, got to talk to the Microsoft accessibility. That can be changed. Yeah, I had them change it. Yeah, I had them change the 
setting and uh, I guess is it options and settings uh, change it change it. We understand, Alan. Yeah. Well, try to stay warm. Yeah, it's we are. You know, it's it's been cold everywhere. It was so cold here the other day that the the poor iguanas were falling down the trees. I don't they, want them, I don't want them landing like on my head, blow. Jennifer. Oh, no, they might. They could hurt you if they fell on your head. Some of them are pretty big. Yeah. But when it gets like in the 30s, they can't stick to the their little feet. What don't, time is it? Don't stick to the tree branches, and they fall out of the fall out of the trees. Oh. They're like paralyzed till it gets back in the 50s or so, and then they can go about their business again. One piece of good news. The internet's back. The internet's back up. I'm not going to make any changes here, but when I go on at 11 o'clock, it is working. Told you. And Bill, would you like me to place the Coffee Club podcast in the in, uh, in the Dropbox that I've recorded? If it stays up, or do you want? I'll leave it up to you. And just go on like you did last week. Okay. Next week, I'll take that. I'll take that chore back over. No problem, sir. No problem. Because I'm I'm doing two shows today. Well, I, do, I you hear want, you. Um, do you want my notes then, Chef? I'll, Bill's supposed to be adding me to the to the ATR Dropbox. I could put them in there for you if you want my notes. Yeah, you can do that, Jennifer. That's fine. Just put them in the All Things Radio it's, folder. That's no problem. It's just notes for the... Coffee Club. Coffee Club. You know, when... For the podcast. We so, got it. No problem. Anyway, we did a little bit of housework there and knowing we're going to be back up. So things are things are back up. We got a demo coming up in just a few minutes. It's a little strange doing this from the phone, but hey, it works. We have some hands raised. I know that I know the demo is only about okay. 30 some odd minutes. So would you like me to get to those hands and then we can get, get to the demo at some point? And yeah. All right, Gail, please unmute yourself. Bill, you'll be next after Gail. And then Beth, you'll be next after Bill. Go ahead, Gail, please. I think I'm unmuted. Yes, yes you're you unmuted. Okay. I was just going to say, well, before when they were talking about, you were talking about advocacy and things like this i think the person's name that the person that you talked to if you needed to talk to someone about some of this i think her name is valerie yingling uh through the nfb through the national office of the national federation of the blind i'm not sure of that but if that helps any uh it might be helpful to i haven't well of course i have wendy doing a lot for me so i don't have the problems but still if i can be of assistance just giving that information it might be helpful to some people thank you gail thanks all right bill you're next Oh, maybe he's busy shoveling snow. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just I'm here. No, I wasn't asleep. I had to get to my mute button. Uh, talking about that advocacy thing and that, you know, you got to advocate for yourself. But the problem of it is a lot of these companies now, even under the ADA, because i got a couple of real good lawyer friends that I've talked to about, that 
they're getting around this stuff, and it's getting into where they may have to do it, but they don't want to do it because it's now a government mandate. We're getting into politics with this stuff. The government, they don't want the government mandating anything to have anything done, and that's that's one situation that um, this person was telling me about that I know he's a works and works in D.C. In fact, he's my senator, and I know him, but that's the trouble with a lot of these companies. They're supposed to do it, but if they can get along without doing it, because they really can't, I guess, what you say, fine them or put them out of business, but they just don't want to do it because I'm not doing it because the government mandates it, like the mask stuff and the vaccinations and all that stuff. It's all, it's getting, everything's getting political now. That's the whole trouble. It's not, it's not thinking about who you're helping or who you're not helping. It's all political. And the stores, I can understand some of the stores. You get the Spanish people in there. They kind of understand you. But the trouble it is, a lot of places don't have the help. And that's that's one thing. But And it, the um, I know Walgreens won't do the uh, talk, the, the speech on the uh, prescription and all that. But, I mean, it's just it's one of those things they don't want to be mandated to it. That, that's all I got to say. That That's one of the big reasons. Thank you, Bill. Thank you very much, Bill. Beth, can you unmute yourself, please? Um, there we go. Um, what, I was going to say I something about CVS. It was really awesome. I got, you know, I was using the script talk for a while for my meds. And then after a while, I asked if the local stores, the local CVS stores were going to have the script talk machine to put the labels on. And they said that they had something else. They mentioned the Spoken RX and they were able to get me that. And it really makes me feel good because now I'm using the Spoken RX. And I also, I, the, the, the employees at our CVS store are just wonderful. They're definitely willing to help us with things. And the, the fact also that we have, a, we have clutter-free aisles in that store, that helps a lot too. So I wanted to let you all know about that. What is the machine like that you use for that? Well, it's kind of on the order of the script talk. I mean, it, it is on the order, I should say. It's shaped a little bit different, a little more round. I'm, I'm thinking it doesn't quite give all the information as of yet, but there are several buttons on it and there's a little dial on it. And I, you know, I gotta confess, I haven't really gotten to use it as much quite yet, but I know that I do have certain bottles that have that, the, the little label for the Spoken RX. It, it's got a different voice than, than what the Script Talk has, but it's a voice that's understandable, just like the Script Talk voice. And, and I'm so glad that there's more of that technology out there. And it's working for you very well, Beth, with no problems? It is. It really is. And I know they said that there will be, eventually, it's going to be giving more information. I like the idea that it gives the name of the doctor, the name of the patient, the, the name of the medication, and when it's uh, the expiration date, that sort of thing. I can handle stuff like that. <laughs> it's okay with yeah. me. All right. Thank you, Beth. You're welcome. Very Pam, good. Thank you. 
Pam, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, I'm unmuted. Go ahead. Um, just a quick question with reference to the spoken RX. Um, with reference to the spoken RX, it's my I thought that CVS was working with Script Talk at one point. What is the difference in spoken RX and what Walgreens uses? I know that the Walgreens, from what I understand, is not the preferred method. Okay, Walgreens is not using anything. Um, the other one you mentioned, um, it's been doing it since the beginning. I think Walg, I think they have sold their license. It will not sold it, but they bought some licensing from from them to be able to make and design spoken rx the other big difference for spoken rx is you can take your iphone or your android phone and you can put it uh against the bottle and it will read oh. the bottle so that's uh the big difference and you don't you don't have to have a separate app it's actually in the CVS app, which is very accessible. Okay, this is so another dumb. This is another dumb question. Why can't this same technology be implemented within the Walgreens app to where well, people can? Because I think Walgreens just doesn't want to do it. I mean, that, they have, they have a totally know. they have a totally different system, Pam, as you know. So. Oh yeah, I've I've been dealing with them for years, but I'm. It may it may come down to changing my preferred pharmacy just just to make sure that I've got all the accessibility that I have that that I can get my hands on. You know, my mother the, used to say something other, to me. The, Go ahead. The, Sorry, right. The other two things that the that the spoken RX does or the CBS does. They will mail out all medicines within two days. In other words, so you'll have them within two days or they mail it out two days before they're due. Or if you want to, you can sign up for a service there and it's done through shipped. You will get same day delivery. In other words, if you don't want to wait, you can get same day. They'll have a driver bring it right to your house um and that's done through shipped yep through okay mm. but you don't have to sign up for shipped uh walgreens not walgreens but cvs and ship take care of that okay uh wow now does the machine itself the spoken rx machine does that cost money or is that is, is no. that a free deal also that's a free deal. You don't okay. have to have a machine. You can have a machine if you want to do a standalone type thing. So does you the, can either does just the app, does the app that this thing uses does it does it is it phone brand specific as far as what what it will the the earliest phone it will use. Well, you have to have a phone. Whether you're using an iPhone or i7, 
that has NFC. So I think that came out in version seven plus maybe of the iPhone, and I'm not sure on the Android, but they have to have in the NFC chip in the phone. All right. Because I appreciate it, it, folks. Thank you much. You're welcome. All Thank right. You, oh, I think we're all caught up, so it might be time for the demo. I'm not sure I'll talk to Chris and Dave about that, but I think it's... Uh, well, I know this maybe before the demo, I'll talk to... See what Chris thinks. Maybe it would be a good... I don't know how long the demo is. Chris, uh, do you know how 32 long minutes. 32 minutes. Right. 32 minutes, and it is... 10, 10. Why don't you... Do you think we'd have enough time and questions? Do you think you'd yeah. like to do your recipe first? Or do you want to just run through it? Let's run through the demo, and then if we have questions, and then we'll do the recipe if you want. Okay. And you think we'll have time for all that? Oh, we should. Okay. All right, then. You guys take it away. Good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today, um, I found a piece of equipment on QVC that I have. He said he had to have it. I had to have it. And it... it uh, I can use this for many different things. And I thought of a use I can use it for. Yeah. So anyway, this is a 7-in-1 workbench. And uh, Chris will be explaining what all I can do here in a little bit. Um, but it's a great unit. And uh, so we'll get started with this. Um why don't I tell them where they can purchase it from and name the seven things. Okay, go ahead. You can get this from QVC by going to QVC.com or by calling 800-345-1212 or 800-345-1515. It is a 7-in-1 workbench, platform, and hand truck with electric power station. It is item V as in Victor, 36434. The seven functions are a 6-inch platform, a 20-inch platform, a 34-inch platform, a hand truck, uh, a workbench, a power station, and... Um, that's about yeah, it. that's pretty much it. That's six. I, they they never named the seven on the on the internet, so on the website or on the video. I watched two videos on it, and they never named all the seven. But that's pretty much it. It, it will do a lot of things. You, so, although I maybe can't name the exact seven, they kind of left it to me to figure it out. So I did the best I could. All right. Well, like, a, like she said, it's a seven-in-one unit. Um, it weighs about uh, 30, pounds. 30 pounds. And when you take it out of the box, 
some people have complained because um, you know it's got some sharp edges on the bottom of it and when it I guess evidently has messed up the box and the box isn't always the best condition ours was excellent when we got it and that may be something they fixed I don't know right so anyway um, when you take this unit out of the box it's you know it's uh, like 42 inches long it's about 22 inches wide and uh, of course um, it, it depending on where you have your legs set is going to depend on the height uh, so when you take it out of the box <coughs> you have the the unit itself and um, there's a hardware bag in there so you want to make sure you find that it's and it's in the box it, it, it's it's hidden in the box and you have to find the so the bag of software uh, uh, hardware that is sorry about that anyway so <clears throat> Once you have it out of the box, and it's a little struggle to get it out of the box because it's a very tight fit. So you sort of have to mess with it till you get it out of the box. And if you need to, you can cut the box open or whatever and split it down the sides and take it out that way, I suppose. We didn't. We did it the hard way. Well, but there were two of us. Uh, um, yeah, there were. Chris and I did it. And uh, so, anyway, after you do the, all that, then you will um, take a look at your hardware, the bag of hardware, and you're going to also, there are four casters in the box. And of course, the bag of the hardware, the bag of hardware has the screws for those four casters. Two swivel and two don't. Two of the casters <clears throat> um, just have four holes in the casters, and on each corner of this unit, with it's flipped upside down, with the face of the unit. Right now, I have it on the floor. <clears throat> and it's sitting down I have it on the carpet and it's sitting down face down on the carpet and I'm looking at the, the way I have it turned now of course you could do this either left or right it doesn't really matter when you're putting it together uh, I've got that I had the bag of uh, hardware and <clears throat> I've already done this so I will explain what it, what it is that I did is I got my uh, four casters out and on each corner of the unit you'll see with this thing upside down you'll see uh, it's almost like square maybe a little longer than square and in the square there are four holes um, in the square so what you're going to do is you're going to you take the casters out <clears throat> and um, when you take the casters out, uh, two of them are taped together and two of them weren't. I don't know why the other two weren't, but they they, they weren't. Anyway, um, in the hardware bag, you have screws and star washers for each one. So four, 
four screws and four star washers. And so you take, you're going to take one of, well, two of the casters, they swivel. The other two, as Chris said, they don't swivel. The ones that swivel have a, um, a lever that sticks out on the one that's, that swivels. What that is is a lock lever. Uh, if you squeeze it, you know, it'll, it'll lock your uh, caster. So when you put this together, what you do is you take the first one, well, in this case, the way I'm looking at it right now, is you take one of the casters that doesn't swivel, and you put it on, uh, you put your uh, washer on the screw, you start the, the uh, first screw into the, the uh, hole of the square, uh, which um, the, I have two holes in that square that are facing me, and then I have two holes that are facing away from me. So I line this thing up till it lines up with those holes, and then I'll take one screw and the washer, put it into one of the holes, doesn't matter which one, and um, start it just a little bit uh, through the. Oh, I put it through the caster so that when when uh, when I find uh, the hole that I want to put it in, I'll put it into the hole and uh, just turn it a couple turns to keep it so that it's not going to fall out. And uh, you, then you just go around and you put the other four, the other three screws in with the washer on the, the star washer on the screw. And then uh, put it onto the, the uh, uh, through the caster and onto the into the square until you have all four of them. So that's one uh, that's going to be um, one of the casters that does not swivel. So you know, and and so that that is screwed on there, to, and make it when you turn it, when you take your uh, Phillips screwdriver, that's the only tool you're going to need. And so you you're going to take your Phillips screwdriver and tighten those screws down, good and tight. And I mean, don't force them, but make sure that when it, when it's tightened up, that that it's it's really tight. And then you do the same thing. Uh, I, ha I put the caster on them with it upside down. I put the right caster on first, which but you can do it the opposite way if you want. And then I got the other the, the caster that swivels, and I put that on the left hand end of the unit uh, towards me, the square towards me, only on the left hand end. And that's the one that has the little lever on it. That's the swivel caster. And I'm going to do the same thing that I did with the first one. You can get out the four screws, put one down through the... Um, uh, um, put the washer on the screw and then put it down through the caster and then into the square. And you can do it in any order you want. It doesn't really matter. And then uh, you and then you go around and you put the other three screws in with the washer on the screw first. Put it down through the caster and then down into the square. And you do that till you've got. Um, all four of the square of the screws in, and then tight.
tighten them all down with your Phillips screwdriver. And that'll take care of the two on the side that's facing me. Now, uh, what you might want to do then is the... If I go over to back over to my right and I put in the, the caster on uh, that's going to be away from me, I'm going to take one of those swivel ones and I'm going to put that, use that one on the opposite side of where I just put the first one on. Only, in other words, I have that that caster facing me to my right, and so if I I can I can uh, reach over this thing if I want to, or I can turn it so that I can put the the second caster on. But it's going to be the one with the with the uh, swivel, and I'm going to do the same thing that I did with the first caster. Put the star washer on one of the screws and put it down through the hole till I get it started. Line that line that swivel caster up with the holes. Put the first screw in and then spin it a, little, a couple times, turn it a couple times so it won't fall out. And then put my other three screws in with the washer on the screw, through the caster and into the square. And do that with uh, the other three uh, uh, screws and uh, tighten them down, like I said, good and tight. Okay, so that takes care of three casters. Of course, that's going to leave the other one that does not swivel. And that's going to go... Uh, I, I remember I had said the, the second one that I put on was the one with the swivel. And uh, <clears throat> this is on the left-hand end of the, of the uh, unit with, with uh, facing me. And, and like I said, the, that one has a swivel on it, so it, with, with the lock. Now, on the other end, on the other side, I'm going to put a uh, non-swiveling, which would be the last caster. I think I'm right here. And uh, I'm going to do the same thing I did with all the other ones. Line it up, put the, the washer on the screw, put the screw down into the square, and turn it a couple times and then do the same thing with the other three and tighten them down and that will uh, do all four of these casters so the important thing to remember when you put these casters on that the swivel caster is diagonal from uh, as opposed to where the, the casters are that are, are not swivel. So the swivel and they're diagonals as well. Diagonal. Yeah, no matter which way. It doesn't matter if you have them on the left front and the right rear or the right, right front and the left rear. As long as they're diagonal, that's fine. Right. 
Sunshine is over here trying to help us. Yeah. yeah, as long as we can keep the cat off of it here now. <clears throat> so then the second, after you do all that, um, if if I if I just flip it over without unfolding the legs, because there's um, two legs on the right, two legs on on the left, and they fold down to the middle. They fold into the middle. Sort of like table legs do sometimes. Yeah. Folding tables. So they fold in and snap and they, and they fold together. I mean, they, they the right one and the left one fold at the same time. Right. So anyway, if I would were to just flip this over now the way it is which I'm going to do now well <laughs> I flipped it pretty hard <laughs> okay now I have it, it's sitting on its casters and it's uh, about six inches high the cat the platform is now and you can use that a platform like maybe you want to stand on that to do uh, clean your window fans I mean your ceiling fans maybe or you just need a little bit of height yeah a little bit of height and then on the top of this uh, platform, uh, there's a whole bunch of holes. There's like there's 12. 12 holes where you can put things in. Uh, I guess they make some accessories you can get for it. You can get some clamps and all kinds of different things for it if you want to. Um, if I were going to use this right now before I did anything else and maybe I want to just clean a ceiling fan, it's just about the height that I can do that. If I leave it the way it is, I can stand on this now and then I can uh, I can reach up there and I can clean my ceiling fan. You just need to remember to lock your casters. That's why they have need to be diagonal. So you can lock your casters Right. and it will not roll. So when I flipped it upside down, because I put the swivel on the left-hand side when it was right side up, but then I flipped the unit up, I right side up or when I had it upside down, and when I flipped it, puts the um, one that doesn't swivel to my left, and the one with the lock on it is on my right. So, as a safety precaution, I might want to push that lever that sticks out on the one that swivels down until it stops and that locks that caster and you do the same thing on the other one that's on a diagonal on the other side and lock it so the platform's not going to move when you stand on it in case you know for whatever reason it slid or whatever so you want to lock those two casters <clears throat> Now, also on on the top side of the of the uh, platform, which is what it is right now, there is a indention on the left. Well, the, I have it turned so that this handle is going to be on my left hand side when it's folded up. That is, there's a oh, it's a big long sort of a, a place where you can put your hand in and you can grab a hold of the handle and you can lift it up and it locks and that becomes a truck for moving furniture which is really nice this is one of the coolest things I liked about this thing and uh, that's that's cool I think the handle comes up 
what I say, about 30 inches? Yeah, it's going to come up about three feet Not once it's wide. unfolded, a little bit under three feet. So you've got a handle there that you can hold on to. Uh, if you're standing on it, using it for a platform. Or if somebody wants to take you for a ride. Yeah, uh, I tested it after I put it together. And uh, I convinced Chris that it would be safe for her to it get on it. And so I, I gave her a ride in the kitchen. And believe me, the handle came in quite helpful candy that day. Yeah. The only, only thing I did do was accidentally run her into the bird cage, but uh, didn't hurt her and didn't hurt the bird, so that that's okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, right now I could put furniture on this thing and move it around or anything else you want, like maybe you have a heavy microwave you want to take from one place to the other. Or a file cabinet. Or a file cabinet. Instead of having to lift the thing, you just lift it far enough to put it on this platform. Or if you want to just turn your couch. We, we needed to turn our couch the other day because we were getting a refrigerator delivered and we thought they might have to bring it in the front door. So to make enough room, we needed to just simply turn our couch to get one end of it out of the way. So we used it for that. Right. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to collapse this handle on the side of the um, when you unfold the handle and it's straight up. Now I have the handle facing me. Now I turn the unit around. There are down towards the bottom of the handle you'll see these little um, what would you want to call them? Uh, we'll just call them but uh, I can't call them buttons. Oh, um, they're like little. It's a spring-loaded. Um, kind of long, and and the bottom of the, for lack of a better word, button is rounded. And they're just spring-loaded locks. <laughs> it kind of looks like a nutter butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I well, it does. Kind of does. Yeah, yeah it does. Same size and shape. <laughs> and if if you, it, it's a spring-loaded. Uh, so if you a, get one, look for the nutter butter. On. Yeah, there's one on one on the left side of the handle and one on the right hand side of the handle, and you you press down on the bottom of those, and then take the handle and let it and fold it down. Till it stops. He does everything noisy. Yeah, I like to make noise. That's my middle name, noisy. So I'm going to flip it upside down right now. Let's see. Now what I'm going to do... Oh, okay. Okay, I've got it flipped upside down now. <clears throat> and what I'm going to do now is I'm, I'm going to bring my hands into the middle of this unit. Well, this unit is upside down, and I can see where two legs from the left side, uh, the, a leg from the left side and a leg from the right side come pretty close together in the middle because they're folded up. So... I was, make, I was gonna take this this in. Okay, go ahead. Now you just take a hold of one set of legs and fold it up till it stops. Then you take up the they other. Have rubber feet on them so they yep. don't skid. Okay, now it's it's. Uh, we. It would be about twenty inches high if we flipped it over. Yep. So it's going to look exactly the same, but it's going to be 
taller. Taller, with the legs unfolded. Okay, then if you if you want to make it higher, to make it, if I extend the legs, if I bring my hands down on the leg, I'm way down almost to the to where they connect to the bottom of the unit. I'll see a button sticking out on the inside. And if I press that button in and then take a hold of the leg and pull it up till it snaps. And I've done this end. Uh, and uh, I uh, don't know if I can reach that or not. Uh, oh, you want me to, I can do that one. Because <sighs> I'm where I can walk around. I think I, I got it. I had to stretch. Okay, now when I flip this thing over then, <clears throat> that becomes the workbench. Or, or, my idea was I want to use it this next Christmas to wrap gifts on. It's just about the right height. And somebody said they put a tablecloth on it and used it for a small buffet server, which you could do. Yeah. It would work. So it's 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 uh, pretty clever. And let's just flip it over here, right side up now with these legs folded, you know, extended. And we've got the workbench. And uh, the height of that now is... It's about, uh, I said 34 inches. It's probably more like about 35. So it's... Close three feet high. Yeah. And on one, are you going to talk about the... Okay, now, because it's a workbench, I can either fold the handle out if I want to use it to stand on. Maybe you need to be up really high. I might want to get up real high so I can stand up on top of this thing, pull the handle up and lock so that it locks, just like we did before. Got something to hang on to. And that gives you something to hold on to. And uh, <clears throat> then you can... Do whatever it is you need to do, and it works. Now, on the opposite end of where the handle uh, folds, there is um, a little compartment here where you can, a little, like, tray where you can put stuff in. You know, you can... You can take that out if you want, and, have, and that gives you like a bigger compartment. One, two, three, like dividers in there where you could put stuff. And there's a, one has a big hole in it. I don't know what like you might want to use it for. Blades or something long and skinny. Maybe stick a big screwdriver down through there or whatever. But this tray also has a hook that you can hang from maybe down that you can hang from the handle. It's designed to hold a can of paint, but you could do whatever you could hang anything on it i guess right and that's basically uh what it does power the powers down now oh i'm i'm the way i have this turn now that where you unfold the handles to my left 
And that tray that we were talking about is to the right. And the handle unfolds to the right, but it's when it's laying down, where you reach to get it is on the left. So on the left, and this is, this is the neat thing about this thing, it has its own power station. It's got a place you can plug a three-prong extension cord. Like a heavy one? Uh, the end that you would plug something into would go, will plug into the end, uh, left hand end. It's about two inches in from the, the from the edge. And there's the three prongs that are sticking out and you take your extension cord, you plug that into in, to that, then the other end into the wall. And then there is a switch over about three inches away from where you put the plug in there. And that, you turn that on. And that gives you, and you have two power receptacles, and then you have two USB ports, so you can charge whatever you need to charge. You could use it as a laptop stand. Yeah, you, yeah. I don't know. You might want to put a plug a com, put a computer on this thing and use it as a table or whatever. There's so many uses you can use this for. And the switch either turns your power on or off. Right. That's what the power switch is. And it's a physical switch. Yeah, it's a rocker switch. So that's um, <clears throat> the general idea how the thing works. Um, I know like around here, if I have this completely extended like this, and I get up on this platform, I can reach the ceiling. Easily. Easily. You know, because, you know, I've got the, the height that... It's about the height of a step stool or something like that. So it, it, it's really cool how this thing works. Now, when you have the legs extended, obviously you can't use the casters because it's it's stabilized because the legs are against the floor instead of the casters. The casters are still up underneath the platform. So if I flip this back over right now... Uh, and then all I'm going to do is take a hold of one set of. Uh, I'm going to take the find that button down at the on the uh, caster. I'm going to push the button in, and then slide the leg down till it locks. So now it's down to its normal side. Before I this one hasn't locked, but it will. Okay. Oh, the leg. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Okay. Now I'm going to fold these legs in from the middle until they stop. Uh, let's see here. And remember, we have to turn that thing on the Okay, and I have them pushed down till they stop. <clears throat> and now it's back on to where if I, if I set it upright, it's going to be on the casters and I can move it around anywhere I want it to go, which I'm going to do now. I'm going to flip it back over so I don't sit down. And that's how the unit works. And as a hand truck, it will hold 300... 350 pounds. pounds. If you want to stand on it as a platform, it'll hold 530, 550. Yeah, it's like 550. So it's quite uh, durable. Yeah, sure is. 
but that's how the unit works. Uh, I really, I could think of a thousand different uses I could use this thing for. Because if I want to work in a garage, if I want to uh, work on a computer or an appliance or something like that, I can set it up as a workbench and use it that way. I mean, it's just fantastic. So, I'm going to let Chris give you the information about the product. Again, this was from QVC. You can get it from QVC.com, or you can call 1-800-345-1212, or... 800-345-1515 and it, you can order item V is in Victor 36434 and I neglected to mention the price we got it as a today's special value and we paid $158 it is currently $208 and some odd cents I don't remember the cents but anyway that's the information on it. I did look on Amazon. I did not see it on Amazon. I was just curious as to whether it would be on there or not, and it was not. But one of the uh, the big selling points of, of this unit is because of the fact that you can fold those legs up and you can stand it against the wall somewhere. Um, so if you need a portable workbench, this is the way to do it. Instead of having one permanently in your house or whatever. It takes up a lot of room. It takes up a lot of room, if you know how some of these benches can do. This way, you, when you're done with it, fold the legs together and lean it up against the wall somewhere. And, and you're done till the next time you're ready to use it. Well, that's how the unit works. If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at bill at billsparks.org. That's bill at billsparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers, he'll get a hold of us, and we'll make sure you get the answers to the questions you have. Or if you have any comments or questions during this broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. That's... 646-876-9923. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. That's 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next time for another, another exciting, exciting demo. demo. I don't know, Dave. Sounds interesting. Yeah, and then it was. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> That was a power Echo. station you're giving us power back to the Echo Chamber. Go ahead. Just kidding, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that power. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great piece of equipment. And the fact that you can store it when you're done, you don't have a bench setting in the middle of your floor or something like that. And it's and really nice. You can move it around. Yeah. And you can take Dave for a ride when he gives you Yeah. Trouble. Yeah. Yeah, you only ran me into the bird cage once. <laughs> yeah, I misjudged the turn. 
Did the uh, bird get upset when you ran it? Did Sandra say ouch? No. No. No, she didn't say anything. I thought she might have said ouch. <laughs> sometimes she, sometimes she'll say, "Ooh." <laughs> now, if she got out, do you think Sunshine would bother her? I don't think so. I think Sunshine might run from her. <laughs> we yeah. hope Sunshine would run from her. She's a little bit of a chicken that way. And yeah. you said this is all. And was it, is it made by QVC? Maybe it's made by QVC. Actually, I, it, you know how they are. They don't put a brand name on things. Now they, I don't think it's made by QVC because they had a guy on there talking about it, and it was it was not a QVC host or anything. So I don't know who makes it for sure. It's probably on there somewhere. It's made where the Olympics come from. Where the Olympics come Probably. From. You, might be, yeah. you might be right about China. that. Yeah. China. Yeah. Right. You might be right about that. Yeah. Well, what about a recipe? Do we have any recipes on the docket? We do. We have a pound cake, and those of you who were listening to Mix It Up Monday, I promised it on Mix It Up Monday, so here it is. It's a pound cake that came from Tanya, and Tanya made it on Thursday, and Donna made it on Friday, and I made it on Saturday. And Jackie, our Jackie, contacted me, and she wants the recipe because she wants to get in on the making of it, too. So this is just a good basic cream cheese pound cake. It's one eight ounce block of cream cheese softened, one stick of butter softened, one half cup of regular granulated sugar, one half cup oil, one fourth cup water, one teaspoon vanilla extract, four eggs, one butter recipe cake mix and then you can also use a half cup although I use three quarters cup of pureed strawberries because it's my belief that if half cup is better is good three-fourths cup is better but anyway you preheat your oven to 325 and in a mixing well you're going to also grease and sugar a bundt cake pan so you grease it with shortening or whatever and then you sprinkle it with white granulated sugar just as though you would with flour but anyway in a mixing bowl you beat your cream cheese and butter till softened or creamy rather and then you add the sugar and the oil continue beating mix in water and vanilla add your eggs one at a time continue to beat add cake mix and continue to beat that till it's smooth then you're going to add your strawberries and you're going to pour that into your pan and you're going to bake it for about one hour or until toothpick comes out clean now i think this cake would also be good with half a cup of cream of coconut or mashed bananas or strawberries or pumpkin or um what was the other applesauce so you could use anything of that consistency would be good in there and you could add a few nuts if you wanted or a little bit of cinnamon if you use pumpkin or applesauce so it's just a good basic 
cake recipe, and we'll be keeping it, making it again. No peas, right? No peas or beans, right? That's that. I guess you could puree some and put them in there if you wanted. That's okay. That's okay. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> now we'll give him spinach. Oh, I like spinach. I don't have a problem with really? spinach. Really? I'm surprised. I like spinach. Uh, spinach pie and you know, the spanakopa. That's a Greek. Re- oh yeah. That's spanakopa a Greek recipe. It's very good. And and uh, I and the only thing I don't like is the cream spinach. Like, but although I do like it from Boston Market, so I shouldn't say that. So, Marianne Migliarelli, we haven't heard from you in a dog's age. Can you unmute yourself, please? She, she has her hand raised. I did just unmute myself. Well, you know, where have you been all of our lives? <laughs> Uh, well, I've been working, and uh, surprisingly, this morning we got told we are having a snow day after about being at work doing the first half hour of the morning. And then they said, "Okay, everybody has a snow day," and they kicked us off the phone system. So I have I have a day off. So I figured I could pop in and say hi. A, a snow day in Denver, Colorado, when they normally are used to snow. I mean, in Boulder, I mean. Well, there's a, there's a whole bunch of. Uh, Apparent, well, this this winter storm warning that we're having started last night at 5 p.m. and it's going to go until midnight tonight. And we got a bunch of the snow already, and it's not really that much, but I guess it's going to be windy and it's like single digits. It was only like nine degrees when I got up this morning. The low is supposed to be zero. The high is only supposed to be like 15 or 20 today. So. Uh, I don't know what they were thinking. I was really surprised that we got a snow day, but I'm willing to take it. And my dog is very happily lounging in my lap on the couch. So we're, we're going to have a snow day. That sounds good. And I figured I hadn't been able to pop in and say hi and, and uh, stop into the legend for a long time. So I figured I should. Is your dog doing okay? And we're glad you did. Uh, <coughs> that makes several of us. Um, Dog is doing absolutely fine. Um, he still goes to the chiropractor every couple months, but he's doing really, really good. He enjoyed the, we went on a family vacation on a cruise and he enjoyed every minute of that. Got spoiled like all everybody's business and had a good time. Sounds good. So uh, did you enjoy the cruise as well? Obviously your dog did, but did you guys, did you and Paul enjoy the cruise? Oh, I had more fun than anybody should probably ever have on vacation. There's never so much. There's never a good. There's never a time to say you had too much fun on the vacation. We, we actually, I, I think, one of the highlights for me was a, we did a submarine trip. In a real submarine, oh, no, that'd be cool. In a real submarine, a tourist submarine, it went, it went down to the bottom of the ocean. Um, we, we were at a coral reef, and we went down to the bottom at 140 feet down, and um, and then the captain said, "Okay, everybody, out now." Uh, yeah. Now, does it does it uh, does it cause problems with your ears? No, nothing at all. It's all pressurized. It's all pressurized. The sensations you get have more to do with the motion of of it as it's turning and ascending and descending. Uh, but it's not like it's not like elevator rushes because you don't move that fast in the water or anything. But um, it was very cool to hit the bottom. It was very cool to come back to the top and what it took. To, the, the feelings were really neat. Uno didn't go on the submarine with us, but we, we had a blast with it. Um, Uno got to be the celebrity of the celebrity cruise ship, though, because we did a, we did a lecture about what it's like to have a guide dog at sea. Um, 
And there were a hundred people that came and all learned about Uno. And some of them got to greet him. Sounds good. The only Uno I know is Pizza Uno. No, only kidding. Only kidding, Marianne. Just kidding. (laughs) I was going to say, no, I was trying to remember if I think you met Uno when we were there. I did. I did. Yeah, you met Uno. I just want to know. So were there uh, lots of interesting things under the sea? Did you get, did people describe like plants yes, and things that were under there? Absolutely. The guy who was our narrator for the, for the submarine dive was very, very good at describing things. Um, he was, he was excellent at it. We actually have a recording of it, I believe. And, um, and you can hear a little bit of the sound of the submarine in it and such. And, uh, but um he was very good at describing all the different plants and corals and things like that. Plus they had actually sunk two boats um, and, and sunk them on purpose on the coral reef so they could grow out the reef some and also provide interesting things for people to look at and so on while they're down there. So he described the boats and everything that were down there too. So it was really cool. And the colors of the water when it changed with depth. So where was this cruise? You cruised from where to where? We uh, left out of Fort Lauderdale and we went to uh, we went to Nassau and then we went to Columbia and then we did Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. Beautiful Eastern career. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So so nice. Um, it was eleven days. Lots of time to relax. Lots of time to rebuild. Um, I'm sure Bill will tell you whenever you work with people's money and government jobs and that kind of thing, you need those vacations so badly. And I was, I was definitely at that point of, Oh baby, I need this vacation. Sounds good. Marianne. It was so, so good. And, um, and I felt incredibly protected. The, the, the virus stuff was handled so very well on our ship. There was only one person who even had it or got it, and she was immediately quarantined. And everybody who had places around her got moved to some different uh, cabins. Mostly they all got upgrades and so on to different places on the ship. The entertainment was still top notch. It was still full on entertainment groups and, and events and all of that. It was, it was fabulous. And I took line dancing classes for the first time ever, which was really cool. <laughs> Well, thank you, Mary. I know you had lots of good food because they have wonderful food on those ships. Oh, my Lord, yes. And it was really gratifying. I mean, other than the buffet, which changed every day and so on, but it was gratifying now that um, and celebrity, I imagine Royal Caribbean, all of it is doing it, but now they have their apps, which aren't always the easiest and most accessible, accessible, I can't talk, things that are out there, but... Uh, it was really great to be able to look at the dining room menu every day, be able to read my own menu, make my own choices. And all of the specialty restaurants had their menus listed up and everything. All the activity schedules and all of that were there. And as long as you could figure out a couple of the weird little glitchy things, you could you had access to everything. Now that would be app. wonderful because that was the hard part of the cruise, wasn't it, Bill, when we went with- yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it used to be for me too, but now they uh, now they 
celebrity at least has um, an app that shows the entire everything from the activities list and all of that. So, and you could make your own, you made your own schedule on the app. If you, you thought you might like this or that, you just added it to your schedule. And then, and then when you wanted to see your own activities, you didn't have to look at everything. You could just look at your own calendar. Did they have and a all your tours did, were on it too. Did they have a braille thing that you could use on when I went on a, on a, on a, carnival cruise line they had a braille thing and it it would it, it tells you every floor what the name of each deck was what the room number was everything all that stuff did they have anything like that for you guys as well um i didn't see anything like that specifically this time um and, and i didn't ask for it because by then i was working my way through the app and playing around with a lot of that so i was like oh let's play with the tech version of all of that this time and it was I was I was thrilled to just be able to say, well, I'm bringing, you know, they they brought the menus out to everybody else, and I would just sit there with my phone in my hand, and just like, oh, I'll look at my own menu, thank you. Sounds good. It was it was neat. It was there was a lot there was a lot of good, and it still felt like a full cruise. It still, you know, they weren't skimping on anything. They pulled out all the stops, and they made an amazing vacation for the three of us. And the crew was nice to you guys. You got no problem with working with the crew members of the, of the ship. Oh no, you? they were, they were absolutely lovely. And my poor cabin steward, she was, she, uh, um, she was a little intimidated, a little afraid of Uno a bit, but if I, if I left Uno in the cabin and she needed to come in, she would just call her boss and he would take Uno out and out on the balcony and play with Uno while she cleaned my cabin. And her boss was really happy about it because that meant he had an excuse to come play with a dog. <laughs> now, time. did you have to do the like 48 hours, have a COVID test like 48 hours before yes. and you show them that when yeah, you got there? Yeah, we did. We, and we had, we had to upload our, we had to upload our vaccine record and it all had to be verified. And then we brought our uh, 48 hour COVID tests with us. Better to be safe than sorry, right? Yeah, but it was interesting oh, that especially you, on a cruise with all those people. Oh my! Oh but, yeah. But it was it was interesting. Like in the terminals and all that stuff, you still had to wear masks. But the minute you walked on the ship, if you chose to, you could go without a mask for the entire cruise for any time that you were on the ship. If you were going off the ship, you needed your mask and so on. And they were still encouraging people to wear masks, and they had sanitizer all over the place and and so on and so forth. But it was basically like any passenger on that ship could be barefaced if they wanted to be. Did you get help with the buffets if you wanted to use the buffet at all, Marianne? Or did you just oh, absolutely. Use absolutely. I, we would walk in and, um, and, and actually that was one of the ways we met a lot of the really cool people in the buffet was, was just asking for help when we needed it because their buffets are so huge. And every day, some of them change. And, and when we got to the point where we knew several of them that we knew would be really good at giving good service and stuff at the buffet. So uh, that was that was always awesome. Sounds good. Even late night for pizza and ice cream. Mm. Now, did they do the, the eye sculptures at midnight like some of them do in the... Um, I did not see that. That was, uh, that was one of the things that they didn't do that, um, that I would have expected, but I don't think celebrity has done that in a little while. 
some of the cruise lines were still doing those, but I don't, I think Celebrity took that off, at least for right now. Because they, they certainly could have. We had the night we stayed over in Aruba, they had a big, huge deck party. And if there was going to be an ice sculpture carving, that would have been the night to do it, but they didn't. Instead, they had some really cool dance acts and they had some acrobats and one of the things that happened that I thought was really awesome that never happened to me on a cruise ship before was uh, was meeting uh, one, of, one of the guys on the cruise staff, the activities staff, um, loved accessibility stuff. And he actually offered to describe one of their this, one of the shows that they do that's all acrobats and dancing and so on and so forth. And, uh, and he got permission from his boss to take the time to describe that show for us. And we just sat at the very back of the theater where we could still hear everything and whatever, but we wouldn't be interrupting anything. And he sat there for that whole 45 minute show describing everything they did. And it was absolutely amazing. Such good stuff. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you. Bill, I guess I'm gonna... we better go. Yeah, it's about 11 o'clock here. And thank you, Marianne. I just wanted to let you guys know I think about you. I miss you. And um, just figured I'd pop in and say hi since I had a good opportunity. All right. Great. I think of you right. often. I... Yeah. Well, do the best you can. We wish you the very best. We miss you. Okay. Um, I think it's time to say goodbye. I'll switch things over. And Dave, you can drop things here in the Zoom room. And I'll take over. And we will pull off the Bill and Perry show. We had a lot of doubt. The internet just came back up. So off we go. <laughs>